up a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Host Tanzan, Maggie, and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and die-hard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 10.7, The Cabbage Patch Prophecy, where we are covering the novel Death Masks. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. What's up, Doc? People? Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 8. Harry returns to his apartment and gets to work in his lab. Bob provides him information on the diseased corpse and the denarians. Dresden then asks Bob to find the shroud, but Bob is unable to do so, but tells Harry about it, an oracle spirit who can. Dresden calls upon this spirit and receives not only the information he seeks, but is informed about a prophecy regarding his involvement with the shroud. Never get involved with a shroud. <laughs> so yeah, so he gets all moody broody wizard on the way back, and... I think it essentially kind of comes down to the same thing where he's like, I get it, Michael's my friend, and he's trying to, but he's still being, like, bullying me into not taking it, and I don't like bullies even if they are, like, my best friend and really, really good and know everything and I should listen to them. It's still just like that on principle. It's like you hit that button and I can't ignore it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and I'm going to pout and then I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you can't tell me not to get into danger and kill myself. I will if I want to. Yeah, instead, actually, no, I'm going to work in my lab. Screw it. Yeah. Too mad now. Fuck. Right. We just kind of figure he's okay, though, because Mr. is fine. And he's like, normally, he's like, I was fairly confident no um, Preter Nasties were hanging around in ambush. He's like, Mr. tends to make lots of noise and leave. He's like, we're just <laughs> supposed to show Mr. Smarter than I am. <laughs> right? Right? It's like we all say that, but do we ever actually listen to our cats and stuff when they're, you know? Yes. Every time they hear a random noise, I'm like, that's it, the murderer's here. <laughs> but do you actually it arm yourself? It creeps me out when they're staring or... in the corner. I, just, I wait to die. You see, I'm you not fighting to... for my life, but well... that doesn't mean that I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that I cannot fight for my life, so. I am so accepting of the fact that. In fact, it'd be great if someone could just put me out of my misery. <laughs> Why am I the one that keeps getting threatened to get killed? <laughs> like, apparently, I should be working I'm on a plan. I'm get the whole family at once, okay? Oh, we can go together. It'll be fun. Group activity. Yeah. <laughs> one last big hurrah. <laughs> the family that slays together, I guess, definitely Drinks stays together. the purple Kool-Aid together. <laughs> Boring. 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 It's, been, it's so been done. I, that's why it's taking so long. I have to come up with something new, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want my own Netflix documentary, okay? 
God. So we get the little recap of, so yeah, decides he's going to get some work done, because even though it's like the middle of the night, and he's tired and exhausted and had all this shit go down, well, obviously I can't sleep now. So, um, yeah, we get the little recap of his lab. So it's not quite as immaculately pristine as it was when he was in complete psycho-obsessed mode, but he has learned his lesson and keeps it neater than he did in book one, where he almost <laughs> died because he couldn't get to the things he needed, so... Now it's just kind of a normal level of, you know, decently clean with a tiny bit of, of normal people clutter. Um, and again, is this like the magic words of Bob? Because I've noticed in almost every, like, especially going back and rereading them all now with an eye for, you know, like literally every time he first goes to Bob, he's like, Bob, we have work to do, wake up. I'm like, is that like the magic word for like, you know, like Mr. Dress Up had like a little thing you would say to like um, the wise old owl and whatever. And like, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers had his thing about going into like the, storyline never went what the heck was it called in mr rogers damn it um but anyways <clears throat> but this is like his thing it's like bob bob wake up bob we have work to do because <laughs> i swear that's like what he says he's never just like hey bob what's up it's like yo bob i'm back he's always like bob wake up we have work right i mean i'd be pretty boring if you just sat on a shelf all day i know, I know he's got books but like i would probably be sleeping all the time too well i get it but it's but that's what i mean it's just like not like he ever says like, hey, Bob, are you up? Or, like, yo, Bob, I'm home. Or, you know, like, that's what I mean. Honey, it's like, I'm home. Yeah, he does. Feel, like, I can totally see that being, like, a Harry and Bob thing or something, yeah. too. Like, honey, I'm home. Like, oh, God, kill me now. Like, I'm not your honey. You know what I mean? Like, if you think I'm putting an apron on for you, you got another. But that's it. It's just literally, I swear, every time, I, like, I want to go back now and look. And, like, I'm, like, that's why I'm almost just, like, is that, like, yeah. the phrase that, like, gets them? <laughs> You know, like, hey, Alexa, like, you have to be something specific <laughs> that's their wake-up mode so they recognize Hey, your- old person. It's Alexa or hey, Google. It's not hey, Alexa. Well, it depends because we had to change it because it's not that my speaker's going to talk back to you. <laughs> I, I was going to say it was like ours kept going off or, like, the TV and stuff like that. So we had to change the what we called it or whatever because, yeah, random parts of conversation or the television were constantly setting it off. And it's like, no, it's just a commercial for Alexa. Don't actually... Like. <laughs> Harry does give Bob the updates on the latest events, and Dresden gets the cliff notes on the accords and the duel for, from Bob. Harry gets to pick the weapon, and Ortega chooses the time and location. There will be an assigned neutral emissary who will, who will help decide, and both Ortega and Dresden will also need to choose a second, who also works out terms for the duel as well. Right. So he, he attempts to look up his scroll of things. Well, first, Bob is all like, well, you don't do things halfway, do you? And he's like, so I, like, blew up the studio and then, like, got shot at and then, like, got hired to find the shroud and then, like, got attacked, found this, like, plague corpse and then I got attacked by, like, a demon bear. And Bob's like, wow, like, you, <laughs> you don't do things halfway. And he's like, look, Just advised. another Tuesday. Right, pretty like, much, right? Been, like, what, 12, 16 hours? Like, because, yeah, bullshit, as we man. discovered, this is still the same day as the, it feels like a week has gone by. But no, no, this is the day he started out with his interview, just literally, just so he could ask morty if he knew where susan was every morning yeah yeah and she showed up at his house too right thanks a lot girl next time i reply to my email <laughs> like you know if i'd been at home instead of at the studio having to talk you know, um could you imagine though like had harry and morp been friends like he just shows up for like coffee next week he's like 
dude, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you talk to the supernatural to get a little bit of insight into what's happening, and none yeah. of that was in the cards? <laughs> well, right. in the last 24 hours, 400 people like, have shown up to Chicago. Well, you We've got fallen angel. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask me if a cranky priest from Rome was coming. You said, where's Susan? I just asked, where's Susan? <laughs> Michelle, or wait, no, Stephanie. Stephanie, why didn't you say anything? He Nobody did. asked. It's like Marty was secretly talking to one of uh, the, the the one of Harry's dead enemies that was like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. so they're just like a Harry Oh you're murdered, inquiring on behalf of murdered who? by Harry support group and all the ghosts just like me have it more its basement. They're telling this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell them Susan's in South America is real funny. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Right, so yeah, so he already gaslights a bit. He's like, okay, look, no time for that. Just, like, critique later. I, I need advice and stuff now. <laughs> like, okay, can we just get through this, and then you can tell me what I... Oh, Bob, was that list not enough for you? You didn't have time for this? <laughs> like to go... Really, Bob, you're going to bully me today, too, on top of everyone else? <laughs> it's like, hello, have you really a friend right now. I just lost my only one other friend, like... We didn't lose him. He's just, you know, going to completely deny him. Right. <laughs> Defy his only wish. <laughs> I only want one thing for you in, in, you know, because of this, like, child I named after you. Well, screw you. Like, no. <laughs> um, but exactly. So he figures, like, wait, start with the start with the um, the duel, right? And he's like, okay, let me look up all this shit so I can, like, refresh my memory. And it starts off with, like, what was it? Insofar or insomuch or... Yeah, bullshit. Something, and he's just like, okay, well, yeah, it's so much. <laughs> and he's like, okay, so yeah. So I do like that. Um, I'm like, well, if you could just give him the cliff note, why did you bother digging it out in the first place? Like, I he know, knew right? what this like, like, Bob's whole purpose is to know what all this shit is. Like, yeah, and I just like, so, so that I guess in America that'd be cliff notes, and for us that's like cold notes. I think in the UK it's like Sparks Notes or something like that. No, the internet is Sparks Notes. <laughs> is that what Sparks Notes is? <laughs> it's like a, but yeah, I used to get confused about that for a little while. Like when I was very young, because I'd always be like, well, because yeah, we literally do. We have Coles Notes here and they have Cliff Notes there. Or the the abridged booklets of whatever, you know. The cheat. The cheats, Yeah. Because it'd be like, you'd be watching I don't want to read Shakespeare. I'm just going to read the... The Coles Notes. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so yeah, so it goes through, oh, I mean, I guess it's a nice little show-off for Bob about, like, it's in the third box under the shelf behind the rabbit whiskers or whatever, you know, and then he's like, so he pulls it out and he's like, wow, this is really complicated, Bob's like, well, I'll just tell you what it said. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay, cool, and, like, chucks the scroll ball over Hey, the wizard's the master, if he wants to read the scroll, let him read the scroll. <laughs> I guess, but I'm like, I, just, I can't figure out why Harry wanted to read the scroll in the first place, because he probably, he knows he has one, so I'm like, he probably to looked at that when he got like, it. To be fair, though, like, we find out later on that, like, he didn't ever read this stuff, so he didn't realize how, like, bullshit it was gonna be, right? He says a little bit in the next chapter. He's like, "Oh yeah, I never actually read that." I get. Well, I assume people would have like glanced at because you know he's got. You know, would have been like, "Okay, you're a wizard now, so here's your <laughs> copy of the duels. Here's your like spells for dummy. Here's your like, you know, your yeah." Your and did you ever rope, go through your, your welcoming package? Your, yeah. Well, you know, no. most of us glance through it, right? And then we go, "Wow!" Well, like again, just like his determination ever, to learn Latin. Come on. Right? It's like, <laughs> They give you your, like, employee handbook, and you usually skim, like, the first couple of pages and go, like, oh, yeah, no, this you is bullshit, don't. like, every other, and then you never look back at it. But you usually know whether or not it starts with in so much or not, you know? Like, usually there's, like, one thing in there where you're like, oh, can I wear jeans on? You know, you have to kind of, like, skim it, like, real brief or something. But, yeah. Anyways, apparently he didn't, so... Um, so, yeah, so Bob's just kind of... Uh, he gives him sort of the, the rundown. 
And turns out that, yeah, Harry's idea of what he expects isn't really all. He's like, oh, okay, well, I get to pick, like, the weapons and the wear and the what and the whatever, right? And he's like, mm, not really. He's like, thinking of, like, the Victorian Yeah, sort of basically rules. the... Gentlemen's rules. Right. The the dueling Ten Commandments. What Number if, one. <laughs> and every time you see dueling, for some reason, I keep thinking of, like, pianos. <laughs> says the magician it's all just dueling banjos and dueling pianos and <laughs> we just make a whole musical number out of this I right. know you may be a warlord Ortega but how long have you been practicing your music <laughs> choose your instrument yeah. of death is this going to be here you go folks this is going to be like the testament to like how long this podcast lasts <clears throat> you know it's like eventually any good show out there eventually has like a musical episode <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Inevitably. One, which is two, why, three. <laughs> which is why they don't happen until like season five or six. It's like, okay, we've been around for a while. No, we've run out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. It's but not who will always. do the voiceovers? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I, I'll, I'll like write some rhymes and stuff, but y'all don't want me to do the actual singing tent and stuff after it, but we'll get to it. <laughs> it's like one day when we've eventually covered the up to dual. everything that's out and we're in the waiting for Butcher to finally give us more content. And we're like... <laughs> We're going to re-record our episode one, but this time we sing. (laughs) (laughs) See how many trials it takes for the episode one again? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is rehearsal number one, music music version. That would have been a lot easier if we'd had, like, you know, a specific script written out to follow. Then it would have been fine. By that point, we episode one was rough. Well, you know. We did do it, like, four times. We did do it at least. Yeah. Well, helps when you record with the actual microphones. Weird. Damn it. <laughs> Not the webcam. Not the webcam. Right? It was a learning process, okay? No, <laughs> it was a learning it process. Really was. Right? Which, which you had to go through. Figured it out, though. Right? And now we're here, talking about ourselves and not Dresden. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds so pretty. <laughs> For those of you who haven't figured it out by now, the background noises are put in. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a pub <laughs> yeah. with firecracker. We're at a pub. Yep. Right? Pub cast. We are at, Dish, dishes. Pub. We are at McAnally's pub. Exactly. Looking at 13 pillars and 13 windows and 13 fans. Dining on. And a real grumpy chef. Steak sandwiches, sandwiches and warm and... ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a glass of ice, please. Where the steak sandwiches are cold and the beer is warm. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> So yeah, so he wants to just pick like high noon, you know, <laughs> in the middle of the park, and I guess apparently that's not a thing. I choose high noon at St. Mary's. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ortega. I really want to do like that western whistle, but I can't because I'm laughing now. Yeah, I can't do it right now either. So either way, we figure out that Harry's going to have to choose a second so that they can set up this meeting and go along with this duel and that blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he's only maybe going to get to pick magic because he's like, well, wizard, hello. And Bob's like, yeah, maybe if that's one. He's like, well, what do you mean if that's maybe? And he's like, well, yeah, somebody else entirely gets to pick. He's like, it usually is, but like somebody else gets to pick entirely like what that is. And if he doesn't want to use it. He, he can like, like no. He can veto it, and Harry's like, "What the That's fuck? The... I can't pick kind you. I can't pick magic." Like, does Harry get to like veto like the place at least? Like, if Paulo gets to like suggest a place, you would think. I would think in some ways that yeah, if he legitimately it's not had the same terms, really. You know, yeah, if he's like 
you know, in the sewer at midnight or something, Harry can be like, okay, you know, I need light. I'm a human. I need in the poison <laughs> chamber at the morgue. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, presumably if, exactly, if, if Ortega gets a chance to veto some of Harry's picks, Harry must conceivably have a chance to, but... But I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid of that, because in that case, it'd be like, okay, fine, I, I'm vetoing the poison chamber, and then the next thing is, like, piranha tank, right? Like, it'd <laughs> be a lot easier for Ortega <laughs> to set up a second, even worse option. That's true, but then again, it, I guess it falls back to the same thing, that Harry's gonna have x amount yeah, of options the, the, to choose. The, the, yeah so initiary will get to choose some options yeah exactly the third party will hopefully you know be like hey there's only like one poison chamber per <laughs> you, you get one sunny park one poison chamber <laughs> one why are we in po- a giant oven <laughs> you know? i love even more that harry's so suspicious that the first thing that's offered is a sunny park and he's like too easy <laughs> vetoed and then he's like okay second so option is poison chamber <laughs> Damn it! Shit. Fucking knew it. He's so much his luck. All right. So, so, yeah. Ask Bob to go and do some shit for him. Yeah. Well, and then he says, but this is good. He's like, he's like, oh, like, do I need a second? And Bob's like, oh, yeah, you're totally going to need to have a second. So, obviously, Harry doesn't have one because he doesn't know because he's asking if he needs one. So, he's like, oh, do I need one? And Bob's like, yeah. And then he's like, your second will talk to their second and they'll sort out all the details, which I'm like, fine, I guess. But considering Ortega already approached them and, like, basically was like, hey, let's do this. I'm like, it seems a little <laughs> bit. Right. You formalities know, with these fucking I, yeah I guess I'm like okay fine if this was like a whole case of like yeah you guys literally can't see each other because you'll try and rip each other to bits before then but it's like you're already talking and Harry's I'm sure at this point more than happy to keep talking about it before he actually has to do it but no 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 no, like, no now you gotta get the seconds involved two friends at school decide they're gonna have a sleepover but then they gotta go and involve their mom's ass and have their mom <laughs> call his mom <laughs> yeah, exactly right <laughs> Um, so then he's like, uh, so he's like, yeah, they'll, they'll get in touch. And then Harry's like, well, I don't have one. Bob's like, well, then get one. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I kind of like this where he's like banging his head against the wall. But I was like, it's kind of like, you are setting it up. Like, you're almost talking like, yeah, you need one and they'll do this and this and this. But he just told you he doesn't have one. So why, you, you know what I mean? And. It's kind of funny. It's like, I guess when you get thrown the obviously, it's the only thing Old married couple, you know. Uh, yeah, right? Oh, my Been God. Been around Don't each other way too long. Started. You should hear my bosses at work lately. Oh. Who are married to each other. Who are married <laughs> to each other. Yes. Family run business. And they bring the whole bicker like an old married couple do. <laughs> you know? True to form. Oh, my God. Sometimes it's just hilarious and like so textbook listening to them squabble with each other so they move on to the whole like um mangled corpse and plague ridden corpse right Mm -hmm. Right. and then like and and harry's also given him the rundown on like the denarians and everything like that which isn't great because bob is like oh well like something like really big and really strong would need like a really big power source to do it and then he's like well the denarians are involved and he's like oh well they're actually so big and so strong that they don't need the extra power source. They don't need lightning or ley lines or set whatever he fucking suggests. Ley lines. Sorcerers. Like ley they lines. just have that power because they've had a couple Millennia. at least at least two thousand oh. years to practice at it. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, he's like, anyone with 2,000 years of practice can hone a craft, right? Like, right. yeah. Well, because, yeah, because he says, Nothing like... Nothing but time. Because mm-hmm. he figures, he's like, oh, it must have been, like, a curse, right? And Bob's like, yeah, probably. And he's like, well, how big? And he's like, bigger than the spell that Shadow Man was using, right? And Harry's like, oh, well, he was tapping into all the sore- sores. Storms. He was tapping into the storms 
and um, ritual, right? He was having all the little sex orgies to get all that energy and whatever going, right? So he's like, oh, yeah, right? So you're like, right there, you're like, okay, there's some scale for us to look at. Like, that was a pretty big thing, you know, harnessing all this. <laughs> How's this guy banging it out this time? <laughs> <laughs> So Harry starts offering up some symbols that he's seen that day, right? Yeah, so we get the Ayatoth or whatever. Um, Toth? Toth? I think it is Toth. I know Marsters reads it as Toth, too, and I'm pretty sure that's... But yeah, but he's kind of like, oh, well, like, who uses this or whatever, right? And he's oh, like... everybody. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> you can find it as any, anybody's yeah. tramp stamp. Like, you know, starts with, yeah, mystical, occulty things, you know, brotherhood. If you remember back stuff. to Ghoul Goblin, right, when there was that chain fence and the... What, Tate? The chain fence? What was her name? Tatum? The family that was getting killed? Yeah, Ghoul yeah, Ghoul Goblin? Yeah. Was it... Damn it. Shoot, can't remember their names. Point is, is that the one guy at the fence he had, had like every occult, every magic, every zodiac, yes. like just any symbol, possible symbol made out of the wrought iron fence, just just to cover his bases. He's like, just in case one of these is actually legit, it's in the fence. It's in the, it's in the border. <laughs> one of, I mean, all of them are legit. That's why he had all of them. Ah, right, yes. Justin goes on and sketch the symbol that was on Ursiel's forehead, and Bob tells him to destroy it right away. He's like, nope. Freaks out. Freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. That's not Talbot. The kinda, Talbot. Thank you, Talbot family. That's not the uh, sort of thing you want to be summoning into your home, no, <laughs> calling, making right. aware of your presence. That's where Bob gives more information on the Order of the Black and Denarius, uh, that they choose bad people, assassins, uh, poisoners, warriors, sorcerers, and these coins make these people immortal, and that, that time, with, with the time, become, they become very, very practiced and powerful foes, strong enough to, to power this plague curse without even a big power source, as you said, yeah. Yeah, I, like, well, and that's just it, right? He's like, even a modest talent, when you have that much time to fucking work on it, can become pretty damn impressive, right? Okay. So it's like, even if they were just kind of a schmuck gold panner to begin with, it's like, now... Right, and what it's like they do with a powerhouse. Mm. And this is what he says because he's like, "Well, they have to play by the rules, right?" And Bob's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "That's the problem is that they don't." And yeah, they take these people that are already inclined to be kind of assholes. It's not like bad asses, and so yeah, and then join them up with this crazy ass superpower. And he's like, they, they like, work together, you know? Like, that's the thing. He's like, it's not just them entirely overtaking and manipulating and seducing and, you know? And it's like, <clears throat> yeah, they have, they have more wiggle room than, like, I guess other normal angels kind of a thing that still have to stay somewhat within that realm. But he's like, yeah, so not only can they play outside the rules, but he's like, they're working in cooperation, which, again, just makes it ten times worse right there. Because they're, they're not fighting against their host to, you know. It's like, hey, you want to do this? That sounds brilliant. Okay, let's go. Collection <laughs> of all sorts of skills to work with. Yeah, like they don't have to spend half their time and energy convincing this poor schmuck the, the human body that they need. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, buddy team right from the get-go. <laughs> it's like, well, you thought you were going to knock over the candy store? I already know how to rob the bank. <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, okay, even better. So, uh, yeah, big badass, big not cool, big lots of power. So, yeah, so he figures out, okay, yeah, so they don't need to make a power source. So then he's like, okay, well, next thing on the list, <laughs> Ortega's totally going to kick my ass and kill me. The Denarius can totally kick my ass and, and kill me. In the meantime, maybe we should find the shroud. He's like, you go out and look for that. And Bob's like, no way. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> not my realm, buddy. 
what the fuck do I pay you for? <laughs> Intellect versus faith. Yeah. So they don't operate on the same plane of existence, the same wavelength of power. Right. I mean, at least he does offer an alternate, which is good, which is Olshavravas. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Olshavravas. Yeah. She's an ally of the Loa, a local, an oracle spirit. There's details about halfway through your copy of Dumont's Guide to Divinationators. Yeah. <laughs> Which totally, do, sound, do, 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 do. totally sounds like something out of Harry Potter to me here and over. Oh, it does. Guide to Divinationators. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of interesting. And I'm like, I guess it's, it's, it's like, I don't mind it. I kind of like it, but it's also kind of a touch of a cop-out, you know? Because I'm like, oh, sure, Bob can't. But I'm like, I guess if Bob could zero in on it, then exactly Bob would just be like, oh, yeah, it's here. Book over. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I guess you have to have a reason why. But at the same time, I'm like, it actually does fit pretty well with Bob. You know, like, it's not like a super stretch. It's like... I can buy that exactly, right? This, you know, spirit of... Yeah, it's very believable. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like just a, oops, we have to have We've a... We've got a plot hole here I need to fill. Exactly, yeah. right? You know, you're like, okay, you do do a decent job of being able. Like, yeah, I know a lot of this shit, but this is face magic. And I am so not face magic. And you're like, okay, all right, I'll give you that one. So, uh, so yeah, so they talk prices, and he's like, yeah, not bad. You've got the shit you need to call her up. Because as we've learned, you need to offer things to do summonings and stuff like that. So then he likes this. She's like, she isn't usually malicious. He's like, uh, usually? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Just don't be a dick. Right? You know that's hard. Try your best. Right? It's like sometimes she can be a bit harsh, but she's fine. So then he's... I did like that sort of incorporation of, like, the New Orleans sort of... Mm-hmm. The voodoo sort voodoo, of. Voodoo kind of mm-hmm. stuff. The Loa and the... Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like, again, one more sort of branch that you can draw into it or whatever yeah, you know not a variety i like it yeah so um so yeah so he's like okay fine you can he wants bob to go check out marcone's place because he's like i don't know how they're involved but he already tried to take a shot at me so obviously there's something whether it's to do with this or something i don't know about yet please go spy on him right so he's like yeah he's like i'm gonna go work on some potions and stuff like that and you go check that out for me so Bob finally gets to leave because he's like, he was ready to go like an hour ago. And he's like, I want you to go check something out. And he's like, no, 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 wait, I need all this other shit first. And Bob's like, ugh, fine. <laughs> like, wait, I just have to make me work for shit. <laughs> all right. But although I don't know if they just did it on the down low or he's getting better because he didn't have to give him like the entire like rundown of what he is and isn't allowed to do this time. Like the first time he let him out, he's like, no causing orgies, <laughs> no visiting sorority houses, no, <laughs> you know, he like. Now he's like, can you behave this time, right? Like, just just do this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a freebie. Just be be home before dawn. We'll call it even. Mm-hmm, right? Like, I better not just hear about... Just don't get caught. Well, I guess that's true. He's only given him, because basically Bob says it's just a few hours before dawn, so maybe that's it. He's like, well, by the time he gets over and checks out, Mark, he's going to have to hightail it back. He's not going to have time to... Maybe that's all it is. He's like, I just, you know, <laughs> use idle hands or the devil's playthings. He's like, if he's too busy to get in trouble, he can't get in trouble. Right. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, so Bob has them like these ward flames, which we haven't seen before either. That which? The ward flames, which is not something we've seen before. Right. Yeah. So, pretty but simple red, yellow, green. <laughs> <laughs> really easy candy lab, right? <laughs> <laughs> green is good. You're fine. Yellow is, mm, something's coming. Red is, get the fuck out. <laughs> Real convenient system. Real convenient. So, looks up Olsharvis, and then turns out all she needs is, like, whiskey and tobacco. <laughs> and a homunculus. And a homunculus. Do you know what a homunculus is, Jessica? A body? Pretty much. Like a... a hunka hunka. <laughs> Molecules. <laughs> homunculus. 
something I with limbs. Was, <laughs> it was like a scary thing to you, and now I can't remember if it was like something that actually came up in an episode or if it was like a, a I feel like probably but it was either that or like a fan fiction and I hate every once in a while when I think of something you're like, and I was like oh and then I'm like damn I don't remember if that was actually like a real thing or like <laughs> Cause I'm like the real thing you can reference because other people will know it but it's like oh well, never mind it was a fanfic I read once about <laughs> um, the only thing it had in relation was that it was these people <laughs> like, so Dresden does start the circle and and Olshavras, ah oh shit, Olshavras comes to the circle and inhabits a cabbage patch doll. <laughs> she relents and then indulges in the whiskey and the tobacco. I love that. I totally get the insult there, though. Like, imagine you summon someone so much more powerful than yourself, and you're like, but be in this cabbage patch doll, right? I know. And it's so funny because he just he just says he has something that he puts in, right? You're not really thinking about that much until he like, you know, and he's putting down like whiskey and chewing tobacco and summoning. You're expecting like and a voodoo she, doll or something, what, right? You know, like something. Yeah, she pops in and she's like, this? This is what you gave me? And he's like, so I put her in a cabbage patch doll. <laughs> he's like, to be fair, she was super cute. You had little blonde ringlets, little pink and blue dress. Like anyone you call, you put into that doll. Which definitely suits his humor anyway. Right? Like, he's probably like, uh. I can't be that scared. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's partially that, because I mean, again, it almost because she could have just been like, peace out, right? Yeah, she could have right. been like, screw you, this is totally, insane. you know, and at least he's like, I'm sorry, it's all I had with like arms and legs. So, you know, which apparently you need to hold like a whiskey glass, right? Yeah. But, uh, she relents. She relents, yeah. Patch. She's like, okay, fine, I can still drink the whiskey. So, which again is another, he's like, I don't know how, like, technically there's no mouth and there's not even like a stomach, but it all went somewhere. <laughs> I just love it so much. Although, for some reason, instead of thinking of a cabbage patch doll, because I agree, they're kind of weird looking, I sort of think of a kind of a cross between that and a Raggedy Ann doll, mm, is yeah, what I sort thing. of had that in my, in my head, which I think is much yeah, better. Yeah, <laughs> so I almost would have rather the Raggedy I remember like garbage pail kids more than. Like the cabbage patch or whatever. I'm it's like, like, I like Raggedy Ann only for the old cartoon. Otherwise, I don't really care. Oh. The old cartoon was cute. Right. So, moving on. Oshavaras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh She knows what he wants. So, yeah, already she's like, oh, so you hear about the good shroud? And he's like, damn, you're good. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess you're looking for an oracle. I guess you might as well know what you're... You know, it's like that age-old, like, calling the psychic. And they're being like, what do you want? And be like, shouldn't you already know? She's like, oh, I do. <laughs> Here's your freebie. <laughs> Here's your freebie. It's really weird though because like she doesn't want to work with him because he's not religious. And like so we just had this conversation, man. Like, yeah, she's like, I won't work for a bukor, and then he's like, I'm not. And she's like, Well, you're not like Hungan. You aren't like Mambo, which again just makes me think of snakes or dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got black ma- magic that has stained him. Yeah, yeah. Like Mambo and uh, Hungan are like a female and male priest. Yeah, like for the so she's very much like you still showed up here, you still know. But so it's listen. like, oh, you're dabbling in this stuff, but you have no like belief system or like deity to back you. So how do I know you're not just using it for evil? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Can't right. trust you, bitch. Right. So yeah, you kind of can't win, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, are you on? So he has this whole like Switzerland speech again with the cabbage patch doll. Like, look. So <laughs> I just came from St. Mary's. Um, where he was speaking to, like, this agnostic atheist <laughs> sort of the girl. Um, so, yes, yeah, so she does say, she's like, you've got, you know, darkness. And he's like, yeah, I made some bad calls. So she's like, no, okay, at least you're honest. You're not trying to bullshit about it or, like, make me so. Okay, good enough. 
yeah. <laughs> which is like okay i guess but yeah, you owned it okay you owned, yeah exactly right she's like okay if you're gonna own that you're, you're not trying to be deceitful to me and like hide more so i will accept sort of that yeah they were a couple of bad calls and not that you're trying to be more evil than you are you know mm-hmm. um, i'll make some bad choices in the heat of the moment yeah She's like, all right, it was it was pretty good whiskey, so you know, I'm kind of <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> and again, like, can you just imagine this? Because again, I'm like, okay, the whiskey disappeared, but the whole point of chewing tobacco is that you have to spit out all the. Can you imagine this little blonde ringleted <laughs> calico dress wearing chubby face doll like pointing <laughs> to chewing tobacco? Ding. Right, like, did he, yeah, did he throw a fancy little spittoon in there with her? Because he didn't say, is she just using, like, the empty whiskey glass now? Like, <laughs> right on his floor, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, just, like, you give me a cabbage bed. <laughs> you just spit out wads of tobacco all over your fancy copper Gross. circle. <laughs> or did she, like, leave have the bottle? At least just actually inside the like, bottle. At she can't spit not. it at him because of a barrier. But <laughs> yeah. she's like, I will drool it all over your circle, and you will have to scrub the fuck out of this thing next time you want to stay here long enough for it to dry. <laughs> yeah, but that's just like stains and stuff, so like no matter what, he'd have to scrub. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, either way, I'd be like, yeah. You're not going to be able to use this cabbage patch again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the point. <laughs> oh, dear. So yeah, so so that apparently, that was just the the payment or the incentive for her to show up that she actually has like a price to answer his questions so apparently the whiskey and tobacco weren't well the price isn't quite that bad she wants information but not like not like his name or anything he just yeah she tries she's like yeah she's like you you have to answer me truthfully and he's like screw that he's like yeah you're gonna ask me for like my whole capital n name and then you'll have me and forget that and She's very nice about the whole thing. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to trap you. She's like, I didn't say you had to give me the whole truth. Just what you give me is. In which case, you would have been like, yeah, okay, fine. And if you asked your name, you'd have been like, Dresden. <laughs> it's like, that is just all you get. Like, I was completely truthful. That's the only part I want to give you. And you would have got. But she's not into that. She asks him something else that he does have to answer to some degree. Um, so yeah, so he figures like, okay, fine. If I don't have to give you the truth, then whatever. I can give you whatever part answers. So she's just like, why do you do what you do? It's like, like this here? <laughs> she's like, no, all of it. Like, why are you a wizard? Why do you present yourself openly? Why do you help mortals? And he's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, does that really count? I'm not saying that's not honest, but I mean, like. And he thinks about it for a bit first. He's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next <Yeah>. question. <laughs> well, yeah, because she's like, so she throws a few things at him. Like, well, you could be doing, like, this or that or whatever. You know, like, others of your kind just sit up in their musty, dusty old towers and, you know, and she's like, but you don't, you know. She's like, you have, like, you know, basically, like, a poor home and a dingy office and, like, facing danger all the time and, and... And why? And why? Yeah. And so this is—he's like—he's like, well, what the hell kind of question is that? She's like an important one, and one you agreed to be honestly. And so this is the thing. So he's like, like you know, kind of does cover some of it, and he gives a bit, like, well, I guess I want to help people, and blah blah blah. But basically, it comes down to you know, he's like, I—I I don't know. Like, I guess I never really thought. And, and I mean, I love her answer here. So he's like, yeah, he's like, I never really thought about it. She's like. Oh, don't you think you should? <laughs> that's that's a really fair point, considering what you've gone through in the last right. couple of years. And even some of the thought... Like, even Is this some, still worth it, Justin? Right, like, even some of what she's pointing out in her thing, and then his thought process behind But I'm like, yeah, even for all that thought process, and her, like, sort of 
prompting. I'm like, he still comes up with mm-hmm. nothing. He's still like, I have no idea. And she's like, well, okay, at least you honestly have no idea. So I guess, you know what I mean? She's just like, I guess yeah. I have to take that as my... Because I'd be like, you didn't fucking answer. You didn't tell him jack shit. Right? <laughs> so I was like, like, you asked a couple of clarifying questions. And then everything else was just you thinking it over and coming up with, I don't know. So annoying when you're like in the cash cab and you call a friend and they don't know the answer and you're like, what the fuck? Right? Just like, <laughs> why did I leave? Right? Exactly. Olshavaras. Olshavaras? Yeah. She's like, holy shit. I gotta stop asking such stupid questions, apparently. Like, next time I'm asking what your fucking name is. Yeah, literally. You know that, right? Don't you? Oh, Yeah. Well, for an oracle, I wonder why she did choose to ask him that. Like, what does she gain from asking him that question? But she probably already knows, because she's, she's going to know if he's truthful or not. Like, Well, there is that. And as he comes, I think it's just after that, he sort of explains how the oracles work and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, so there's a good chance she already knows one way or the other, because, again, she can look down his lifespan and... See what else he's done that Does will. Does this question have influence on his life? That's point? the thing, though. I think it's a little bit like as he explains, like they're experiencing all of time at once, or at least a section of all of time at once, right? Yeah. So I think it's even more like the cryptid, cryptic questions are like, "Hey, you're a little bit like um, gray in the future, so I need to ask you a question that'll hopefully make you a little bit more like." Um, colorful so that you're like more permanent in that timeline so we're gonna push you in this direction because right now you don't really like just like nudge you very slightly into exactly right it's like if you're currently you know experiencing the future and like everything is constantly like you know hey there was a grocery store here yesterday and there wasn't one today i wonder what happened in the past oh yeah this is what happened in the or, i don't know dumb shit like that all the time right yeah it might be you know a little bit more convenient to be like hey dresden why are you considering buying the house on Elm Street instead of the house on Birch Street? And it's like, oh, you know, I just... Because I had nightmares in that house on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I really think, like, don't you think you should maybe think about Birch Street, right? Like, you know, help yeah. influence their own futures a little more, more permanently by being like, by the well, way, yo. Yeah. Why, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Think about things more. And it could be, yeah, like I say, I could see it either being where she sort of is trying to specifically, like, okay, you could do A or B, but B would be much better. Or it could even be like, you know, for so many of these things, it's like, oh, he clearly gets to a point, it's like A or B. Mm-hmm. And you can tell easily, like, which way he's going to go or the two options are just as, you know. But I'm like, I can also see, like, yeah, the further out you go. And it's like, well, really, he's got, like, six options here and not one of them is like a for sure you know it's like instead of having like yeah a 50 50 option he's now got like 100 choices and everything is just like a one percent and we but that's need what something i'm thinking she's more, she's purposely yeah, she's trying like, to be like don't you want something to be at a two percent we need like, exactly like that's choices. exactly it she's like yeah she's like we need to bump something because you cannot yeah. have exactly like a one percent trade for yeah. everything that's it's, just it's, way too much the so, future can't rely on you saying i don't know you're, you're yeah, gonna you need to you're just gonna fizzle out and stop at this yeah, you know right? you need something to so yeah, I guess I hadn't necessarily thought at first that it was purposefully this sort of like, so you should think, you know, no spoilers, but I'm just going to throw this out here. You should pay real particular attention to this question here, Dresden. Yeah. Or, or is this like a tool that Butcher's using just to sort of set up for the readers? Like, yeah, probably a bit of both. Well, I mean, that, that really, you know, he's just selflessly going out there and he doesn't actually no greater have motivation oracle, for it. Right? Than the author. Than the author, right? <laughs> yeah, well, there. 
So yeah, I was gonna yeah. say definitely is there is part of that where it's, it probably yeah. is exactly just butcher's way of you know same thing like explaining what agnostic or something mm-hmm. is. It's like well we don't want to make anybody, but just in case you don't know, here's the explanation. It's like, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, I know that. A good way to remind your audience too that like he's the good guy even if he doesn't know why or even if he's making these weird choices or dumb shit or making fun of a knight of the cross. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I mean even just in the situation right here, right? Like again, Michael's like don't get tempted. You don't understand what these guys can do. Like these guys, right? And she's like, so have you thought about? what you're doing and why you're doing it and maybe again bringing that a little mm-hmm. bit more to the forethought instead of just like being too busy to run around and exactly like mm, do I have a milkshake for lunch or do I have like a salad you know that kind of temptation for most of us isn't a big deal okay so you have the milkshake your life is not ultimately going to be ruined you know have dessert before dinner or whatever but in this case you know like this is what she's saying it's like you're going to keep picking the milkshake every time, and eventually the denarians are going to have your ass in a sling, well, right? So, again, it's bringing more of this to him thinking, what am I doing, why am I doing it, and maybe not being just so... And especially Harry's life, which tends to snowball yeah. in one afternoon. Yeah, like, don't think this is you know, just it's a like, throwaway line here a, or whatever. A lot of the know, time, though, like, it does seem like Harry's like, well, I had no choice. I was at the Walmart when they got attacked. Like, I had no choice. Like, I was talking to... Michael, when these yeah. guys I didn't have time I, to cook a burger. All I could do was pour a handful of milkshake into my mouth and run out the door. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a lot of the time, he's like, well, there was no... I had to get involved with the Knight's Denarian thing. I was in the alley with them, right? But it's like, well, maybe you don't. Maybe you have enough on your plate right now that, like, yeah. you fucking deal with the Shroud maybe and Otega, right? Maybe like, you should have just kept running away and not worried little old homeless man got eaten by a bear. <laughs> but it's just, like, it, it's a good point, though, because yeah. it's like a lot of the time, Harry's always like, well, I don't have a choice. People keep putting me in these situations. Like, a lot of people actually tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to continue to not fuck off, yeah, maybe you should uh, think about it a little are, longer are than you... five seconds. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah. so yeah. So the tells she has. <laughs> you did whole... start a war. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Talking about, like, I've made a bad call here, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not a bad call, though. I mean, you know, it's against the vampires who we yeah. don't like. I, yeah, but. But, yeah. Make it clear. He did. Did start a war. Did start a war. I mean, we can put that on Bianca or or Tega even, but he did start a war. Yeah. So yeah. So after she throws down all this big, heavy, like existentialism kind of crisis and her little like pink or her little black patent leather shoes or whatever, you know. And uh, he's like, damn, I don't know. And then she's like, okay, yeah, so the guys are over at the harbor. <laughs> he's like, that's it. Like, she, she doesn't go through any he's more. Like, yeah, okay, she's, that's she, fine. Yeah, she's like, okay, that was what I got you thinking about. It's okay, yeah, they're totally here. Like, no, no, even like, you'll fly see big water. And, you know, she's just like, they're, just, they're at the harbor in a boat called the Estrange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Estrange. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but can't just leave it at that either. He's like, oh, okay, just get like a straight answer to my... By but the wait. way. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Now I'm going to give you some more cryptic bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, so we find out that part of the reason Michael and them are all don't get involved. Real quick, wait. who was it before that he was going to... He asked him a question and they're like, are you sure that's the question you want to ask? That was the really? mother's, I think. And made him think it again that was the mother's? That yeah. was the mo- Yeah, he's like, I know what I want to ask. And they're like, mm, no, you don't. <laughs> that seems very much like this where she's like, okay, they're in a boat at the harbor. More importantly, <laughs> you know you're part of a prophecy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something juicier. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight yeah. up. It's like she didn't tell him that his like, question was bad, but it was very much, it's like, he's like, just please tell me, should I have a milkshake or a salad? And she's like, fuck, have a fucking milkshake. Listen, dude. Right? That is not the point. Yeah. Um, So yes, we find out why why the Knights of the White God are all 
got their panties in a bunch. And, uh, are there cloaks in a knot? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's because they got a prophecy. Goddamn prophecies fucking popping up everywhere. And he's like, only part? So yeah, so she's like, they received the part that said, if you should seek it, you will most assuredly perish. And so, obviously, Michael was like, okay, well, this says you look for the shroud, you die. Don't look, don't look, don't go. Yeah. Harry, please, I don't home. want you looking for the I shroud. Shop. We, we got this handled, we've been sent in, like, it doesn't matter if you've been, you know. And, and, uh, and then we find out that, yeah, the, the adversary concealed some of it from them. So it wasn't like they just, you know, came apart like a ripped scroll and didn't know where it was supposed to, like, it was specifically... It purposely manipulated oh, it released a, released a portion <laughs> of a prophecy. <laughs> Let's just get you, get them we, in the way we, for you. We <laughs> leaked out this little, yeah. So then he's like, okay, well, why are you telling me? And she's like, well, because you need to have the second half if it's going to be restored balance and everything. And he's like, okay. So she's like, okay, if you see it, you die. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And then she's like, As, and again, nice little theatrical, melodramatic. Is she, you know, melodramatic? Is she like lays down and starts to like drift away just so we can't ask any more right. questions, get any more clarifications, call bullet, nothing, right? It's like the best way to get the last word is if you're just not there. <laughs> if you just dissolve. Yeah. But she's like... <laughs> Talk about a fade out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, take that bitch. But it's like, uh, if you do not, they all die. And the city with them. So they all presumably being at least the three knights that she was, mm -hmm. but... Everybody else in the city too. And so really, Chicago. pick anybody you want to be <laughs> they. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's the stakes are high. Mm -hmm. And then click, hang up, you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like back in the spirit realm laughing. <laughs> she's like, That's what you get for the like, cabbage patch. <laughs> right. All of them like clocking like, in and out of work and it's like fade out again. It's like, oh yeah, fucking left that bitch hanging. <laughs> High five. But I'm going to be thinking about that one for weeks. Oh my God. No, he doesn't. His life <laughs> he doesn't have time next week. Um, well, I do cute. like though, like the whole part about like the you know the adversary, assuming that that means Denarians, is that they've concealed it from them, and it's kind of like okay, I, to a portion, I get why they would conceal it, right? Because you know they want the knights to die; they don't want to talk about how to keep the knights alive, right? But at the same time, it also seems like you know they're purposely being like, um, like they don't want Harry to go after the shroud, right? They're like, well, here's a good part of it. Like, we'll just keep Harry away from this too. No problem. Keep it all. But they want him to be involved from their end, right? So, yay and nay. I mean, yeah, one, it's probably just a general kind of like head, you know, like whatever. We'll just, again, fingers and lots of pies kind of a thing, you know, mm -hmm. like, hey, if this works great, if it doesn't, hey, we still got this, right? But I'm like, it, you know, again, are they doing it specific? I mean, again, yeah. If Harry's like, oh, okay, dude, I don't want this, like, I don't want Michael to have to be responsible, so yeah, I'll back out, then great, they get the benefit of him not being a player in the game or whatever, and they're that much more... It's a little bit of a divide-and-conquer like, move, and too, in a yeah, way, like, mm -hmm. it puts, pits them against each other. A little bit, yeah, exactly, half. but if they know that Harry's not going to be able to just walk away, or for whatever reason, whether it's pride or, or um you know, because he gave his word to do it or whatever, then exactly, right? It's like, but if he's still in it, they're going to be extra, that little bit of extra distraction and whatever, because mm -hmm. now they got to worry about that you're in it and they got to try and protect you 
while still trying to do your thing. It poisons where, the water between them, poison, too. Yeah, right? So it's like, I think it kind of is but on it seems multiple. to a certain degree that, you know, Michael still wouldn't allow Harry to give his life up for the nights, right? He's like, well, I can't do that. Like, we're supposed to sacrifice ourselves, but we're not allowed to sacrifice our cog. You know, it's a little bit like... Yeah, but I think that's it is because they only got the part that, yeah, exactly. Like, if they had the whole thing, then they would know, yes, there's still a... Ri- I mean, again, Michael does know. Harry risks his life all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's more just so, like... We know for, you know, again, it's like, yeah, when they were dealing with the stuff in Grave Peril, it was like, you might die, I might die, we might die, but we still have to go ahead and whatever, whatever. Whereas here, they're like, no, he will definitely, if he gets involved in this, he has no chance of, yeah. right? So they're like, if we just make you, like, okay, we're, we're already on this and we know we can handle lots of big bad. And again, we've handled these guys before and you've never met up with them, you know, and whatever, right? Like, you think that's... Yeah more of it then not that you can't ever ensure there's going to be other times but it's like get there yeah yeah mm-hmm. in this particular instance we know that you don't have a shot in hell so. i wait, you're fucked <laughs> yeah but makes everything a lot more difficult exactly mm-hmm. so before we finish if you you know are like listening to our podcast and you are not reading ahead in the books and you don't know what happens next in like all the books at all Turn off the episode and go away. But for people who do, obviously, as I assume is like 99.9% of our audience. So far. Has pretty much read the entire series already. I very much like that should you go after the Shroud, Harry Dresden, you almost necessarily perish. Right? Mm-hmm. The very next person he meets is Kincaid. Da-da-da-da. It's exciting. <laughs> That's exciting. This concludes our episode 10.7, The Cabbage Patch Prophecy. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and mcanalys.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts and social media and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk.